Africa's largest mobile operator, MTN, is set to exit Afghanistan by the end of this year as part of a broader plan to withdraw from the Middle East region, including Syria, Yemen and Iran. Af Afghanistan accounted for 2% of MTN subscribers and discussions are ongoing about the potential exit uh, from smaller operations in West Africa while slimming down its portfolio. MTN remains open to expansion opportunities, including a deal with MasterCard and its 100 billion fintech business. We're joined by technology correspondent Mudiwa Gavaza to unpack MTN's strategic shifts. Mudiwa, good afternoon to you. Thank you for your time. It's always a pleasure. Thank you so much, Nolutando. All right, let's talk about uh, the strategy that MTN, I think it is Ambition 25, uh, 2025, and I wonder if it is yep. part of it, uh, that is seeing them exit a specific regions, uh, specifically the Middle East, and now conversations about specific parts of West Africa. Yeah, so originally, mm -hmm. right, the plan was to exit the Middle East. It was part of, uh, part of the plan uh, to just make sure that they... I'm trying to find a, a, a good word here, yeah, mm -hmm. but uh, de-risk the okay. business. I think let me yeah. let me use that because in almost all the territories that we've just spoken about, they've had issues. So, for example, look at Afghanistan that they are now exiting. They literally had cases, you know, from U.S. war vets in U.S. courts, you know, blaming the likes of MTN, you know, for giving. Uh, I can't remember, but they, their, their, their case was around, you know, assistance to terrorists and all this. I remember when we covered it, it was like, wow, this is wild, right? Mm -hmm. So that's Afghanistan on its own. Um, uh, Iran, you know, which is likely going to be the next one, you know, that they have to exit because they said that they would exit the Middle East in two phases. First, you you exit Yemen, Syria, and Afghanistan. Then they would, you know, exit uh, Iran. Because unlike these other three, Iran is actually a sizable business. But there's always been a lot of complexity, you know, with Iran, mm -hmm. right? Uh, they've had issues when it comes to repatriating funds. They've had issues in terms of just the association with the fact that they have a business in Iran. Um, there's sanctions, you know, against Iran. So all of that mess is uh, just added to the headache uh, that MTN was dealing with when it came to um, the Middle East. So they made that decision that they are going to, you know, exit that. And I guess now they've decided that, you know, those next three, you know, I guess are small enough that they can exit to a point where you then have an MTN that sits at around 15 or so um, operating businesses, 14, 14 or 15 operating businesses, yeah. When we uh, then speak also about what we've seen in uh, Guinea-Bissau, Guinea, Conakry, and Liberia, uh, I'm wondering, uh, you know, the West African market has actually been good for uh, MTN. Yeah. Uh, is it similar to what you're saying here, you know, that there's issues within the countries and therefore it's difficult to do business there? Or is it also, Madhua, just a matter of uh, the capital could be deployed elsewhere? I think there's two things going on. Um, actually, let me let, let's say three. Mm. Firstly, um, you've got the fact that MTN has developed a reputation for having run-ins with governments, right? Now your question then becomes: Okay, fine. Uh, how much is a headache worth to you as a business? Right. Um, I think there were some issues in Liberia, you know, a few, uh, a few months ago, if I remember correctly. Um, you know, they've had issues even in places like Eswatini, yeah. where they were, you know, told switch off the Internet. All of those things, they have issues in m most of their markets. Right. 
how big is how how much is the market worth to you and i think that's part of uh, what's driving them at the moment to say take nigeria and ghana for example nigeria has has given mtn headaches for days you know but Nigeria is their biggest market, right? You're willing to take a certain amount of headache for a certain amount of return. Same with Ghana. They've, they've had some issues with, uh, with SIM registration issues, um, you know, some of the you know, taxation issues earlier in the year, but Ghana is their third biggest market, right? So, yes, West Africa, from that point of view, makes perfect sense. But I think when it comes to some of the smaller markets, they're probably doing their maths to say that it's probably not worth it, you know, to, you know, continue to operate some of these businesses. Rather, let's sell them on, realize some money for shareholders, you know, uh, put that into, into our kitty as well, you know, and then see what are the opportunities that are there. Because the other thing is as much as they're slimming down, it's not to say that they are not open to opportunities. Remember, they bid on the license in Ethiopia, but unfortunately, they lost to uh, to Vodacom and Safaricom, you know, in that particular market. And where MTN is not number one or two, they're just not playing in that. Uh, <laughs> they're just <laughs> not playing in that market. So they are looking, you know, out there you know, for for what you call this for opportunities. Third thing to say is the fact that even if they were to exit these markets they would still be a sizable force mm. in the in the west african telecoms market anyway i must ask you uh you know within with think of the mastercard deal as you've spoken about new opportunities the fintech business within mtn really really booming i'm wondering do I, if it's fair to say that the mobile business is x growth and where the growth really sits is with fintech uh, I don't think it's I don't think it's a fair assessment to say mobile is X growth. I think your traditional lines of mobile business, gotcha. you know, are probably reaching an X growth uh, X growth phase, right? And I say phase simply because if you look at the data, right? We recently engaged with GSMA. One of the big things that GSMA is driving at the moment is inclusion on devices mm -hmm. right you need a cell phone particularly a smartphone for you to be able to access the internet right yes there's laptops there's computers all of this stuff but in africa the mobile device is the primary way of accessing the internet and i brought up the smartphone because we talk a lot about africa's mobile revolution mm -hmm. three three quarters to eighty percent of the african population has a mobile phone but less than half of the population has a smartphone, mm -hmm. right? So if you frame those facts, then you understand the fact that yeah, uh, the traditional mobile business, yes, it's reaching a stage where it will probably, where it has sort of plateaued and it will start to decline. But for now, it's still the bedrock, mm -hmm. you know, of a lot of communications. Simple voice, simple SMS is still a big way in which people communicate on the continent whether we like it or not very interesting like i always say uh, always fun stuff happening in your industry video thank you for speaking to us today about our mtn strategy uh, or parts of it that was technology correspondent for business day with you